break out the carrot sticks and natural yogurt. No artificial hormones added. It's time for the Doctor's Nutrition Show. Dr. Lewis and Janet have a long history of helping people achieve their maximum potential. While Janet is a certified natural health consultant with a unique perspective of alternative and complementary nutrition. Dr. Lewis stays current on the latest research pertaining to nutritional supplements and optimum health. Paramount to their educational journey was their trip to China while studying Chinese medical doctors. Dr. Lewis and Janet know the importance of proper nutrition in the healing process and maintenance of the human body. Get ready to gain a healthy perspective on life. This is the Doctor's Nutrition Show. Welcome to this week's edition of the Doctor's Nutrition Show. I'm Janet Lewis. And I'm Dr. Lewis. And we are Doctors Nutrition of Texas, where we help you with nutritional solutions for your common health issues. Uh, basically, we run low-cost lab work and take the guesswork out of what you need nutritionally for your vitamins, herbs, and minerals. Located in East Texas, we can help you anywhere in the United States with a lab local to you. So check us out on our website at a cut above naturals with an s on the end dot com where we have all kind of informative information. We have another very exciting show for you this week about thyroid since Dr. Lewis is the thyroid specialist and wrote a book called the Thyroid Sniper. Uh, we're going to discuss a little bit about uh, what kind of vitamins, herbs, minerals, foods, that sort of thing. Uh, that someone can do for their thyroid because there's a lot of conflicting information out there pertaining to your thyroid, especially regarding what to eat and what to stay away from. So it gets kind of confusing. And when we're trying to ferret out the facts from most conventional health practitioners, the contradictions can get frustrating. So Dr. Lewis is going to set us straight today and give us some information that you might be able to help yourself with or a loved one about what you can do for your thyroid naturally. So take it away. I'm trying to ferret out the facts myself. And yes, it is very frustrating. It's even frustrating for me. You know, you read so many conflicting uh, reports. And as I've said before, and as I said in the book, which I made it a short one just because it needs to be this, 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 and this. And you need to find somebody that can help you uh, find out what's right for you because there's no one size fits all in the thyroid or anything else. Uh, there are so many conflicting things, and I just wanted to get maybe a little bit more simple today and talk about uh, some of the foods, some of the vitamins, some of the minerals, some of the amino acids that are necessary for proper thyroid function. Uh, we've heard some doctors, for example, say that, well, if you just get off gluten, your Hashimoto's will disappear. You know, that may be true, but we've not seen that happen. Uh, it still could be true, even though we've not seen evidence of that. Um, I think for the most part, Hashimoto's, uh, is an autoimmune disease caused by gluten, although there's so many other possibilities. And then there's the controversy about should you or should you not take iodine if you have Hashimoto's disease? I think generally the answer is no, but... Again, it has to be monitored uh, individually. We know some people that we've kept them off iodine, and then when we experimented with them and told them, well, we have to try this and put them on a little bit of iodine, and we're going to talk about that product uh, sometime during the show. 
they did much, much better, but it was in balance with a lot of other things. Uh, you know, some people have said putting iodine in a patient with Hashimoto's is like throwing gasoline on the fire. Well, sometimes. Yeah, that's the real answer. It depends. I love it. Uh, is that why they call it practicing medicine? Yeah, yeah. Or practicing <laughs> chiropractic or fa- functional medicine. I mean, there, there are so many controversies. But I just want to get kind of simple and and please folks if you hear me i'm gonna talk i'll start with b1 don't think you can go just anywhere and get b1 people say but i've tried this and it's like well you don't know what brand and they said but it said this and i said well you know you can i've got to clean this up because i've said it in a much more risque way but you can go get you a woman and uh, it doesn't necessarily mean she's going to make a good wife just because they're all women doesn't mean they're all the same or a proper fit for you i think a lot of people really don't believe that i think they think we're just trying to sell products down here and there's no difference between buying ours versus buying them over the counter and we have people you know they come in and and uh, thank goodness that most of them uh, actually purchase our products that talk to Dr. Lewis. But there's some that think, well, hey, I'll just go down the street and get it somewhere else and it'll do the same thing he's talking about. And then they come back and run, run their lab again and nothing's changed. And they're like, Except they got worse usually. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, what have you been doing? Well, everything you said? Mm. Uh, not exactly. Well, the Bible says a wise person will foresee danger and take precautions, but a fool goes on his merry way. Wow, that's harsh. Well, the Bible said it. I didn't say it. Uh, I just repeated it. <laughs> so, you know, B1, thiamine, and it's amazing what it looks like the percentage people that have a deficiency in this stuff is. But, yes, it's very, very good for the thyroid. And But it, the other things it's good for, it, it, it assists in making blood. So if you have some blood disorders, it might be a good idea to check into that has to do with carbohydrate metabolism. You know America has way too many carbohydrates. That's why we're all overweight, not all of us, but most of us. And people say, but I eat good. I hear that several times a day. And, I'm, and I always think when they say, but I eat good, I say, well, you better eat Snickers and Bluebell because eating good ain't working, honey. You're 325 pounds and five foot one. And I don't ever mean to be disrespectful, but success leaves clues, but so does failure. And we have to be realistic. I'm about six, seven pounds overweight right now, but I know it's because of what I ate and how much I ate on vacation. So I think a lot of it is we get conditioned to looking at people around us and thinking, well, they're bigger than we are, so we must be okay still. Yeah, like my sister said, do you have cancer? You're so skinny. Uh, I said, I'm, I'm a good 10 pounds overweight. She said, but you're so skinny. Well, no, our perception's changed, honey, since we were kids. Go back and look at the old black and white pictures that were back during World War II days and, you know, that era. Those people were all thin. No, no. And, and other people say, well, it's color pictures that made us look bigger. It's, not, it's the difference between black and white and color. People make correlations that have nothing to do with causation. And I've seen so many people going down the road to better health, and then they'll have a symptom, say, well, I took this supplement, therefore it must have caused this symptom. My opinion is that's a negative entity causing you to lose your faith very quickly. And, you know, I just stick with it and go on. You know, if you feel bad, oh, well, uh, that passes. But B1 has to do with hydrochloric acid production. And how many people out there that's talked to me, and, and many, many, many of you, I say, well, your chloride's on the low side. You don't have enough hydrochloric acid. 
Uh, B1 a lot, many times can fix that, but it has to do with proper digestion, uh, B1, proper muscle tone of the intestines. So if you can't have a bowel movement, it could be lack of thiamine because then the muscles won't work to push out the fecal matter. Uh, so, you know, those of you that have colon problems, you either need more bulk, which means more fiber because you're not eating enough fruits and vegetables, which is most of us, or you need a stimulant or you need both. Personally, I need both. And B1 is also great for kidney health and for diabetes. That's true. And it's, yeah. and it's very inexpensive. So it's not like it's a very costly thing. I want to say it's like $12 or something here. Yeah, the good one. Yeah. And so um, it's it's uh, an outstanding bargain and does so many different things. Yeah, thiamine deficiency can cause constipation like we talked about. Edema, enlarged liver, fatigue, and forgetfulness. So I forgot about the kidney part. So maybe I need some thiamine. Uh, and, you know, years ago when I was seeing a lot of patients as a chiropractor, uh, I'd put a lot of people on thiamine if they had, uh, you know, hands in the, you know, peripheral, you know, hands, uh, feet, down the arms. And, you know, that also is true of B6 also. But I'll get to that one. What, what's peripheral? Some people don't understand what that uh, means. Out in the outskirts, you know, hands and feet, the joints way out there. Oh, it means like they were numb or having tingling? Yeah, out yonder. Okay, like you'd put them on it because they were tingling or that sort of thing. Okay, like a neuropathy. Yeah, tingling in a bad way. Okay. (laughs) Not that, oh, I looked at that girl and started tingling uh, (laughs) the kiss, you know. (laughs) B2. (laughs) Sorry. Janet's giving me the, I can't believe you said that, and I don't understand a thing you said, but I'm sure it's convoluted and not nice. Uh, B2, riboflavin, uh, that also is necessary for red blood cell formation. And, you know, why are we deficient in B vitamins? Well, number one, our food really, really, really stinks. I treat so many organic farmers, and they do better with proper supplementation, even though they eat organic, which is better than most of us. Um, we're Our foods just doesn't have that much of the B vitamins in it. And by the time they ship it, and then by the time you cook it, most of the vitamins are pretty much gone. So that's why it's better if you eat a pretty large percentage of your diet that is raw. You know, we like spinach and kale and cabbage and cucumbers and tomatoes. And that, I think Janet's going to go over all that. And she naturally eats all the things that's good for her thyroid and adrenal gland. She eats more naturally right than I do. I'm a little more sinful, but uh, she's well, prettier ab- too. You talk about eating uh, cruciferous vegetables like that. You know, there's some people that they say it might prevent your system from absorbing iodine if you eat too many cruciferous vegetables. Good point. So what do you feel about that? Uh, I think that's one of those things that's baloney. Like I said on the last podcast, you know, I've heard people that read one article that was anti-omega-3s, uh, and another lady gave me an article about, well, she doesn't believe in the prostate. And it's like, well, you know, yeah, one guy said all these truths and came to an erroneous conclusion. I think the same thing's happening with this cruciferous issue. Broccoli, cauliflower, kale, Brussels sprouts. And I hate Brussels sprouts, but I eat them because they're theoretically good for me, except for the stress of eating the nasty things. But if you put them with enough bacon grease, they taste good. Uh, riboflavin, if you have that deficiency, those are the people that get cracks in their at the edge of their mouth, uh, different eye disorders, uh, chronic inflammation, uh, mouth and tongue inflammation and cracks, different skin lesions, things like that. 
But B2 has to do with the absorption of B6. And if you don't have enough B6, and we're going to get to that, you will not, your body cannot allow the transfer of neurotransmitters from your brain into past the blood-brain barrier. So your neurotransmitters won't get to your brain. You won't be happy. You'll be stressed, anxious, or depressed. So, hey, B vitamins, something that simple can make you feel better mentally. And I think... I, I think this is true for most of us in America, but I think we're very, very stressed uh, for different reasons. Um, don't get me started. And I think it's our job to remain peaceful and to be a happy place for the other people around us and, and realize that even Jesus himself said, my peace I'll leave with you. And we're going to have to get back to that. Um, it's not like it's a surprise to... God, Jesus, <laughs> that all this was coming. So, you know, we just le- need to learn to flow and be yeah, a bright it's, light. It's a surprise to me, but I'm going to be happy anyway. And I had a sweet lady from Kansas City yesterday. And then her daughter, Sophie, who lives around Branson, goes to College of the Ozarks. That, it was such a great conversation. And they said, but you just seem so peaceful or spiritual or Christian. I said, I ain't a good one. That's for sure. But, you know, we got to get peace somewhere, folks. And yes, we can break that cycle nutritionally, and that's what we do. So to convert T4 to T3, the active hormone, you need B2 and B3. B3 is niacin. I'm not a big fan of high doses of niacin because that can be hard on the liver. But niacin also has to do with synthesis of sex hormones. So, hey, guys, you better make sure you got a little bit of it going, and it can lower cholesterol and uh, increase blood flow. Uh, so, well, you know, they, um, the common symptoms that go with, uh, a thyroid disorder, most of us know that, you know, cold sensitivity, weight gain, hair loss. That song's been written, Too Cold at Home. Right. That's what it was about. Low thyroid. Uh, (laughs) she rolled her eyes like she was a Lewis when I said that. (laughs) Constipation, rough skin, dry, tangled hair hypoglycemia, lethargy, and memory loss. Those are the most common thyroid problems you've probably heard of. But did you know there's some other ones that are unrelated or they seem unrelated that actually can be causes of hypothyroidism, such as fallen arches? Yeah, I hadn't figured that one out, but okay. Carpal tunnel syndrome. Oh, yeah. Well, that goes back to B6. Very interesting. See how the body tries to leave clues. So, so, yeah, success or failure Mm -hmm. leaves clues. And so when your wife, I'm sorry, your spouse says you're constipated, says, no, honey, it's my thyroid. I'm not full of it. It's my thyroid. Actually, asthma is another sign of it. (laughs) That's, That's a serious thing, folks. Hoarseness. Yep, my deep, sexy voice, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, psoriasis, actually. How many people are looking for a cure for psoriasis and never consider their thyroid? Yeah, let me let me talk about that. I had a, a guy says, well, my wife did better on your program. She had really bad psoriasis. Really, really sweet lady. And she he said, he she did better on your program than anything else. I said, well, why is she not doing it? Well, I don't know. She's tried four other things. I said, I know she would have already been well if she just stayed with the course. And that's another thing. I think us Americans are incredibly impatient, and that includes me, too. And, you know, we need to have more patience, and we need to quit giving up. We need to find a place we have courage and faith in and follow it. So like the sweet lady up in Minnesota or Wisconsin, uh, she says, 
I've done it two months and I don't have any any really major changes. And she'd she'd been really horrifically sick for ten years. And I said, honey, you know it takes God nine months to make a baby. You know, find something. You had such great faith in what I said. So you're going to either have to stick with it or go to another program, whatever it is that you have faith in. So, you know, let your spirit talk, your intuition, and and if it says jump on one program, stick with it. Well, for people that have had, you know, you say 10 years, it's interesting. I always tell people so they can be realistic. It takes a minimum of three months for your body to make changes, and then it's a month for every year you've had it. So she's had it. She's got to add three months plus 10 months so you're looking at 13 months baker's dozen right so before she starts really noticing oh my gosh i'm getting my health back and sometimes it's a spiritual issue and a lack of self-love too so i sent her uh, some tapes and she's going to help you know her mom was taking her to some you know spiritual thing and, and she knew it was lack of self-love too Wonderful, wonderful lady. I hope she sticks with it, and I'll be there for her, writing emails, you know, at night, giving her encouragement because she matters. Well, uh, some other unrelated symptoms of hypothyroidism are neck pain and stiffness. So if it just won't go away, you might consider it's your thyroid. Yeah, when I would adjust to people a few times and it didn't get much better, I'd say, well, you have to have uh, consider there's an internal organ that's shooting aberrant nerve impulses and causing uh, it to mimic a neck pain or back pain. You know, it's not always a back pain or a subluxation pinched nerves. You know, sometimes it's uh, organic or internal organs that need attention. And also vertigo, which I thought was very interesting, could be a thyroid problem. Yeah, that so. should go away immediately, shouldn't it? Well, I know. You know, people come in here with that, and it's like, well, sometimes it takes us a little bit to figure it out. Sometimes it's yeast. Sometimes it's low testosterone. Sometimes yeah. it's high cholesterol. Sometimes it's just you're blonde and you need to go brunette because you you know you can only be a dizzy blonde so long. The last lady I said it to didn't appreciate it, but she turned out she ended up loving us. Uh, she texted me yesterday and said that I was awesome because she's going through some bad bouts of pancreatitis, which is serious. So I just do what your surgeon says, and you're, you're right. Don't do fat. Do them clear diet, and then take these supplements for inflammatory fighting properties. Well, can you tell us, does coffee block thyroid function, or does it assist in in thyroid function, or what is, you know, some people say don't drink coffee if you have a thyroid problem. How do you feel about that? Well, we all find the information we want to support what we believe. I like coffee. I'm not going to quit it. So I would say it doesn't bother that just because I'm going to drink my coffee. (laughs) Uh, What do you think about it, Janet? I don't know. (laughs) I think I can't function unless I've had one cup in the morning to get things going. There's just too much happening. She wakes up like a songbird singing and pretty and happy. And it takes me a cup or so before I even want to speak or be spoken to. So uh, one of the major uh, minerals that you don't hear a lot about is selenium. Uh, selenium is not just incredibly important for thyroid function, but you know it it inhibits oxidation of fats, and that has to, a lot to do with the enzyme glutathione peroxidase. Folks, if you have enough glutathione, it's going to take out uh, many, many, many of the nasty things in your body and produce energy. And we have things that are the precursor to glutathione. 
but you want to throw selenium in there. I throw it in there just because uh, it's anti-cancer and it's very good for your prostate, but it's good for your thyroid also. Um, and, and it's there's been a lot of studies that it's very effective against the formation of certain types of tumors. And here's the kicker, folks. Listen here. This There's one study said a man who took 200 micrograms of selenium daily over a 10-year period had roughly half the risk of developing lung, prostate, and colorectal cancer. Ten years, folks. We're not talking about ten minutes or ten weeks. They stuck with it ten years. So there's the thing. Go back to be patient. Find what you have faith in and stick with it. I notice a lot of our patients will tell us, oh, you don't feel any better, don't feel any better. And then one day they come in and they don't say anything. And I'm like, how are you doing by now? And it's, all of a sudden it just kicks in and they suddenly take a turn for the positive. Suddenly is the key term. Right. It's, it's like if they would have just, a lot of them, if they would just held on a little bit longer, they would have come to victory instead of giving up on the ship. But, you know, there's other foods for people with underactive thyroid, which means you need to have it sped up. Um, things that you can eat and, you know, if you don't want to buy things and you want to just eat some good foods. Janet eats this kind of stuff while I'm munching on bluebell. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not every day. Things like squash, bell oh, yeah. peppers. I hate bell peppers. Not my favorite either. Carrots, green beans, mm-hmm. peas, tomatoes. Mm-hmm. If you hadn't had purple thumbs... When you're growing up, you hadn't shelled purple hull peas. Ah, I don't think I ever did that, but it's because I grew up in the city. Yeah, we were. We were buying them in the store. (laughs) After I shelled them. That's right. (laughs) Celery, cucumbers. Celery and green beans are good in a Bloody Mary. Or this makes a great salad. (laughs) Asparagus. Notice how she diverted attention away from the question. We saw that in the debates last night. (laughs) (laughs) Eggplant. Purple grapes, mangoes, pomegranates, blueberries, pineapples. Shauna brought us the greatest pomegranate from Arizona. Mm -hmm. I just love Shauna and her husband, Raphael. Long-term people. Kiwi, apples, citrus fruits, cherries, and apricots. All of these are are really high in antioxidants, which I think is a big uh, contributing factor in electrolytes, such as sodium and potassium. So that really helps um, the thyroid function like it should. But, again, these are all, a lot of these fruits are fruits. We tell people if you have a diabetic condition, you really don't want to be doing a lot of this because you'll raise your sugar levels. So stick to the vegetables more because they're going to say, oh, you told me I could eat this, but now I can't. You can have green beans, asparagus, squash. And and then you get all that fiber so you can go not be constipated anymore. Right. But, you know, if you're confused and you're thinking, hey, I, you know, you're giving me all these different products and things, we do have one that has all that in it that kind of takes the guesswork out of it. And, and um, it's called ThyroBuild, which is very mm-hmm. popular because it has all the things that Dr. Lewis was talking about in it. Zinc, selenium, iodine, and tyrosine. Have I talked about tyrosine? You have not talked about tyrosine. You should talk about that. Well, I think a uh, lack of it may cause memory loss. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm on a, I'm on a kick. Can I talk about B12 first? Go ahead. Talk about whatever you want to talk about. Okay. Cause I forgot. Uh, lack of B12. Most people are low in B12 and I try not to even test it on lab cause you can be taking a bad B12, which is cyanocobalamin 
and it'll still be high in your blood, that doesn't mean it's getting into the cells and being uh, effectively absorbed and utilized for energy. But uh, B12, the good methylcobalamin, you have to have the good folic acid with it. If you're in that 50% and have that 5-MTHFR problem, that's 5-methyltetrahydrofolate reductase. It's funny, it's easier to say that than the MTHF for a long time. You, How would they know if they had that? Uh, you go to 23andMe and get it, get your genetics tested, or you just take a bottle of it and, oh, my God, you feel great. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you can have that genetic problem to different degrees on a couple of different genes. But it's at least 50% of us that we're so polluted we have those broken genetics. And if you can't utilize folic acid, you can't utilize B6 for happiness, crossing the blood-brain barrier with the neurotransmitters, or utilize B12. So we, I take a massive dose of it, and it makes me better, makes my memory much better, makes me sharper. And Janet says, I'm happier when I take it. And it's like, I'm happy anyway. She said, well, you get happier. So good B12. If you got low B12, it's because you don't have enough hydrochloric acid. Remember me talking about that. If you don't have hydrochloric acid, you cannot break down the meat and get the B12 from it. And I told a young lady yesterday, who's kind of like my daughter, my best friend's daughter, I said, you need to eat a piece of meat. She's 41. She says, you know I'm not going to do that. And I said, well, they don't make you right. And I'm healthier than her, and I'm 20 years older. And it's like, because I eat meat, meat is good for you. And it needs to be grass-fed, you know, something your neighbor raised and not the cattle lot-fed stuff. But get the best you can and then take the digestive enzymes. Well, Uh, there are things that uh, interrupt thyroid, you know, like different kinds of foods. And um, I think, because people always go, how come I have a thyroid problem? I eat organic, and I should be fine. But uh, bromine is actually a, a a problem because it's processed endocrine-disrupting food additive. And it's often in the flour that we're using, like the bread and baked goods, sodas, sports drinks, toothpaste. So if you're not drinking anything bad or eating anything bad, you're probably still brushing your teeth and mouthwash. Plastic computer parts. Yeah, who doesn't have a computer or seven today? And upholstery. Janet has computers like I have guns, so. And then the pesticides that are sprayed on, like, strawberries. Yeah. So, you know, the problem is, is you're getting it out of all kind of different things. So even if you're trying to be healthy and stay healthy, you're living in a toxic world. Yeah. So you're going to have to do something to help help your thyroid out. And if you don't have a clue whether or not you have a thyroid problem, you might consider getting our low-cost lab done because we do five parts of the thyroid when we run it, not just your TSH. Plus a lot of other things. You know, you have to put a lot of things into the equation to get the right answer. And we're looking for where the numbers are optimal, not just in range. So go to our website at a cutabovenaturals.com and fill out the health survey so that we can start helping you start figuring out what's going on with your thyroid. be a really great place to start. And I just wanted to have a shout out here to uh, Nathan from Maine, who was the winner of our Adrenal Essence in our last podcast uh, newsletter. So if you guys aren't signed up for the newsletter, go on our website also. You can sign up there because once a month we give out a product. And we're going to have to make our questions harder because I think we're giving the answer away in the question. Yeah, so. Nathan and several other people, you know, I had my phone on silent, but it was buzzing. We were down on the Gulf Coast, and it be buzz, 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 buzz. What are y'all doing up at four something in the morning and answering this stuff? I don't know what time they'd be in Maine. I know there's a difference in time zone, but 
Good God, y'all get up early. So I heard so much buzz and it woke me up. They had a lot of good answers, so thank you very much. But it's kind of fun. So we're going to yeah, come up with yeah, a, a new question on the next podcast to uh, for you to guess. It'll be a little bit harder. And if you have a B12 deficiency, you may forget because the lack of B12. And also, if uh, you would like to find out more information or have questions for Dr. Lewis that he can answer, he has a, a closed Facebook group. Just uh, shoot us an email to Janet at a cut above naturals dot com and you can be included in the um, Facebook discussion because we have a lot of people that have very interesting questions or comments or our shows topics that they would like for us to talk about that we'd be happy to do. Um, and we'll be happy to include you in our little group here. So get you healthy as well. Yeah. So what are some other things you wanted to talk about? Like tyrosine, I think it was. Yeah. There's so much overlap about all these symptoms, but tyrosine is very, very important. Uh, it's really important for overall metabolism. Of course, the thyroid contributes to that. And that's one of the major ingredients in our thyroid build. It's a really kick butt, good product. Uh, it's a precursor to adrenaline and the neurotransmitters, norepinephrine and dopamine. People that are low in dopamine are the ones that have addictions, sex addictions, gambling, drugs, alcohol, you know, some, some of the obsessive compulsive people. So tyrosine's really good. Uh, it helps regulate your mood and stimulate metabolism and the nervous system itself. Um, I think it's very, very important and it, it there's some things that says uh, it has to do with melanin and, you know, responsible for hair color. Does that mean my gray hair is going to turn dark again? I don't know. I told that to a gynecologist the day before yesterday. I said, well, my best friend was a gynecologist. He turned gray real soon. I thought, holy cow, I can't believe I just said that because that gynecologist was a year younger than me, and he's just got the most beautiful gray hair. He said, that must be what happened to me. I said, I'm so sorry. I, I know you hadn't had any sleep for 35 years. I apologize. Uh, so it could be like a tyrosine, but it has to do with functioning of the adrenal glands as well as the thyroid and the pituitary. The pituitary in the brain is incredibly important. Uh, and it helps. When, what happens is tyrosine really attaches itself to the iodine atoms to form active thyroid hormones, which is T3. Most people have too much reverse T3, which is generally a result of too high stress. Everybody's stressed, whether it's the chemical overload that I try to tell people about or political stress or spiritual stress or financial stress. So we should all try to be a bright light to other people because what you do for other people is going to come back to you multiplied. And tyrosine really can help chill you out and help you achieve those goals. Don't do it on your own. Tyrosine is just an amino acid. Yep. Right. So and, and, you know, the natural sources are like almonds and avocados and bananas and some dairy products, uh, lima beans. And, you know, Janet got on me because I ate all of her white chocolate-covered almonds. So she ordered some more last night. So, man, I'm in trouble for that. I was just eating almonds so that I could chill out because of the tyrosine. Folks, I hope you've enjoyed the show. It's been fun. I hope you've learned something. There is an answer. You can be happy. You can feel healthy. All you've got to do is call us, 903-663-1008. And we'll be with you right here next time on the Doctor's Nutrition Show. You guys have a blessed week.